Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Are you out there? First Samuel 18 verse 20. First Samuel chapter 18 verse 30. Hallelujah. Are you all there? Let's read the King James. Verse 30, okay. The priests of Philistines went forth, and it came to pass after they went forth that David behaved himself more wisely than all the servants of Saul, so that his name was much set by. The greatest commodity in life is trust. Are you following me? If people don't trust you, no matter how successful you look, if your credibility is in question, before long, your influence will be diminished. Because your influence will never be greater than your character. Your influence will never be greater than your character. The Bible says David behaved himself more wisely than all the servants of Saul, so that his name was much set by. Let's look at the Amplified Version. It says, Then the Philistines came out to battle, and when they did so, David had more success and behaved more wisely and also servants, so that his name was very dear and highly esteemed. Success breeds influence. Success breeds influence. There's one commitment in my heart, which is to keep on improving my level of excellence in what I do, so that I can become more successful, and the more successful you are, the greater the level of influence. It says, David had more success and behaved himself more wisely than all sons' servants, so that his name was very dear and highly esteemed. I said something the other day. I said, character sustains success he had more success and behaved himself more wisely than all still servants what happened to him the Bible says he became highly esteemed and a lot of times we want to be successful without character uh-uh uh-uh I remember I told you something that an individual said he said it takes a lifetime to build a reputation and all it takes is five minutes to ruin it are you aware that when david slept with Bathsheba and killed hear me and killed uriah we call that a premeditated murder it set him up to die 
he lost the favor of Israel. And when he lost the favor of Israel, he lost influence to the people. When he lost influence to the people, he lost his throne. Character sustains success. If David had not slept with Bathsheba and killed her husband, he would not have lost his throne. For that time, he lost his throne. So character sustains success. Hallelujah. Look at Solomon. He ruled for 40 years. He didn't rule the people well. The kingdom was divided because of Solomon. Because God said, I won't divide it because of David in your time, but in your son's time, I'll divide the kingdom. So without character, you cannot sustain success. It has been proven that every empire runs for about 200 or so years of great influence. But as soon as they begin to watch this, favor homosexuality and immorality, they crumble. Every empire. Because you cannot sustain success without character. And it's so important we let you know this because you are going to be successful. I thought I'd get a better amen. You're going to be successful. But we need to let you know that if you're going to sustain your success, you're going to have character. While I was praying, just briefly, the Lord brought it to my heart and said, the man you were talking about has become the greatest investor in the history of the world so far. Are you aware he was not involved in sexual immorality? I was like, wow, that's true. Have you caught Bill Gates with a prostitute? The richest man in Australia, Peter J. Daniels, is worth $9 billion. That's then. I don't know how much he's worth now. He said, I have told the world that you cannot sustain success without morality. You cannot sustain success without morality. You, you, you can't be shoddy and crafty and immoral and sustain success. You're only going to rise, sadly, to fall. You know, it's not only for pastors that pastors should be moral people. No. Everybody has got to do something about becoming a moral person. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Another principle we see in that first Samuel 18 verse 30 is that nobody celebrates a failure. The Bible says David had more success and behaved himself more wisely than all servants, and his name was much said by. 
Let me find says the name was very dear and it was highly esteemed. That means your influence can never be greater than your measure of success. So instead of trying to be popular, focus on being effective. Focus on getting results. Are you following me? And popularity will come. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Look at something here. Okay. In 1 Samuel chapter 18. Are you there? First Samuel chapter 18, I want to read verse 14 into 15. And David acted wisely in all his ways and succeeded. I'm reading the Amplified Version. Well, let's read the King James first, okay? And David behaved himself wisely in all his ways and the Lord was with him. The Amplified now. Okay, it says, David acted wisely in all his ways and succeeded. And the Lord was with him. I want you to see this. It says, David acted wisely in all his ways and succeeded. You're seeing the relationship between wisdom and success. You're seeing the relationship between wisdom and success. And David, and David behaved himself wisely in all his ways and succeeded. And the Lord was with him. Don't forget that wisdom is a fountain of character. The Bible says the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. In other words, one way I know you got wisdom is if you got the fear of the Lord. You're seeing the relationship between wisdom and success because a lot of times people make foolish decisions. I remember one of the most influential men in America and his tea stations were increasing all over America. And he heard his wife had fallen into sexual immorality. And it was true. So his friend advised him, it matters who your friends are. Why? Because my associations decide my destiny. There's something the Lord told me many years ago. He said to choose a friend is to choose the future. To choose a friend is to choose the future. Proverbs 13 verse 20. It says, he that walks with the wise shall be wise. Now notice he said he. That means he didn't tell us whether the guy was wise before. But just choosing wise friends made him wise. Because friendship is access. Those who have access to me, hear me, will influence me. Friendship, like I said, is like a force field. It influences you negatively or positively. And his friend told him the best way to Revenge your wife is to go to that room so and so and sleep with the lady there. That's the best way to revenge. And he went on a foolish revenge. Went in there, slept with the lady, 
and the thing came out in the news the next day. Lost all his influence in America, was imprisoned. You cannot sustain success without character. Wisdom, I said, is the fountain of character. There's a difference between, hear me, there's a difference between wisdom and information. There's a difference between the two. Information is a transference of knowledge. That's what it is. But wisdom is divine insight. I call it accurate insight into hidden details. Accurate insight into hidden details. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. We are coming. We're going to look more into wisdom. But let's look at this quickly. Verse 15. When Saul saw how capable and successful David was, he stood in awe of him. See, success always breeds respect. He stood in awe of him. When he saw how capable and successful he was. And that's why as an individual, you must focus on becoming effective. Don't focus on becoming popular. Don't focus on lobbying for position. Just be effective. Go to Genesis chapter 39. Are you there? Genesis 39. I'm reading verse 1. And Joseph was brought down to Egypt, and Potiphar, an officer of the guard, captain of the guard, an officer of Pharaoh, captain of a guard, an Egyptian, bought him of the hands of the Ishmaelites, which brought him down theater. And the Lord was with Joseph, and he was a prosperous man. Oh, this is beautiful. Hallelujah. Newer translations will say, and the Lord was with Joseph, and he was a successful man. Are you aware that your link with deity guarantees your success? In Matthew 28 verse 20, Jesus said, I am with you always, even unto the end of the age. He says, and the Lord was a Joseph, and he was a successful man. Hallelujah. Are you aware that you are a success? As a child of God, that you're a success, that you've been born again with the capacity to succeed. And the Lord was with Joseph and he was a successful man. You need this mentality. And he was in the house of his master, the Egyptian. And his master saw that the Lord was with him. And the Lord made all that he did to prosper in his hand. You see, 
Every time you solve a problem, you create favor. Every time you solve a problem for someone, for your boss, for your parents, you create favor. The Bible says, and his master saw that the Lord was with him, and that the Lord made all that he did to prosper in his hand. Everything he did was successful. And look at the next thing. And Joseph found Chen, C-H-E-N, Chen. See, he found favor. Your King James says grace. He found favor in his sight. You know, we want to have favor with people. It won't come by manipulation. By producing results. Are you working better than all the staff in your organization? When you start doing that, you're going to get favor. The Bible says, he that diligently seeketh good, procureth favor. He that diligently seeketh good. You are solving problems for people. He says, you're going to get favor. It says, and Joseph found grace in his sight. He found favor. I know you can pray for favor. I know that. But that's not the only way. See? When the, the man saw that everything the, the young man did was successful, he found favor in his sight. But some Christians, we, we are praying for favor and we are doing less. No, no, no. No, no, no. It doesn't work that way. Because you'll be remembered for either the problems you created or the problems you solved. Every time we meet people, we create memories. And people deal with us based on the memories they had with us. So when I deal with you, I create a memory. When you deal with me, you create a memory. And that memory is what will inspire me or how would I put it now restrain me from asking for help from you or working with you and that's why the Bible says he that is unjust in little is unjust also in much it is it shall be unjust in much So, in your place of work, you're creating memories. The way you spoke to your boss. So now, a memo came and he said, make recommendations about setting up your staff that should be promoted. Now, you didn't know about it. And suddenly everybody's promoted. They said, they don't like me in this office. That's what I've been saying. Your character. Your character. See, uh, sorry, Joseph knew exactly what to do. David behaved himself more wisely than all the servants of Saul. More wisely. The Bible says, and Joseph found grace in his sight, or favor in his sight, and he served him. Now, some people, when they find favor with their boss, they become indisciplined. But he says, 
and Joseph found favor in his sight and he served him. And what happened? And he made him overseer. He promoted him because this guy is still serving the way he served. I was talking to someone and um, he, he was a civil servant. And I said, I notice that you people don't go to work here. And nobody goes to work. There's no work to do. I said, there's work to do. So long as you're collecting money. The Bible says, the laborer is worthy of his wages. If you're receiving a salary without work, you're stealing. And he was looking at me. I said, now, begin to go to work. I said, go as early as you can. So, he started going to work at about 7.30 or thereabout when, when the cleaners are cleaning. So sometimes he gets there, the cleaner have not cleaned their offices. He sweeps for the cleaners. Because there's no work. So he said one day the cleaner came and she said, who swept for me today? And this older woman. And he said, I'm the one. And she started praying for him and blessing him. Now he created memory. He created favor. And she prayed for him. Watch this. On a Friday, he was in the office. And he said in their office, nobody goes to work on a Friday. Their boss came from Abuja. And when he got into the office, he noticed his door was open and said, nobody comes to work on Friday. Why are you here? He said, I had to be here. He said, no, no, no. Why are you here? And he said, my pastor told us that we must be coming to work every day. He said, that's great. And he said, see me on Saturday. Saw him on Saturday. He became his boss's PA. More money. Sometimes you call him and tell him, I I'm sorry, Pastor. I I'm in my boss's house. There are some things we have to do together. He was like every other staff. He behaved himself more wisely than all the servants, employees of his boss. So you go to work. What time? At 11 p.m. See, I beg. That Chris or God, you go call the worry person. Don't go anywhere. In the work, self, in the work, the call person, say, the person come office. Monday, Tuesday, person day there, they no call. They're making rest. If he, if he didn't say anything, we go fight. Now, by us, we day. We we'll shake that office tomorrow. You call your other friend, say, tomorrow we we'll shake or God. We we'll shake and small. Don't worry. As they make him an essay, he selects some people. They didn't select you. You were praying for promotion, but canceling your prayers with your character. Are you following me? The Bible says he served him and he made him overseer. Are you doing more? Are you producing results? And the thing that Augustine has submitted last month, is just this month I'm able to do it too. I didn't have time. I didn't have time at all. 
Before long, he's a governor. He's a president. Don't forget you created a memory. We will make decisions about people we know based on our memories. So is he going to turn and say, no, bad taste in my mouth. David behaved himself more wisely than all the servants of Saul. I told him, I said, even if it means going to walk and reading a book, read a book in your office. But make sure you're at work. I said, because you're not working for your boss, you're working for God. Uh -huh. Some of you don't know that. <laughs> Look at this. Go to Ephesians. Let me just show you that. That you're working for God, not your boss. Because some of you think you're working for your boss. The Bible says promotion does not come from the east, the west, or the south. But from God. Who leads up one and puts down another. Promotion doesn't come from your boss. Look at this. Ephesians 6, are you there? Uh -huh. Verse 4, 5 rather. Servants, be obedient to them that are, master, that are your masters according to the flesh, with fear and trembling, in singleness of heart as unto Christ. Did you see that? That your attitude to your work is a reflection of your spiritual life. You cannot claim to be spiritual and be lazy in your office. We're looking at preparing for success. He says, servants, be obedient unto your masters according to the flesh. He says, with fear and trembling. In the singleness of your heart. As unto in other words, you, you see them from your heart as though you're dealing with Jesus. You think you're working for your boss. So you're going late to work. Father, I'm praying for promotion. In the name of Jesus, I, de I declare double increase. Oh, Sakabaga, Sakaba. <laughs> you will so. <laughs> With fear and trembling, if Jesus was your boss, is that when you go to work? You resume earlier. So, all these things we are doing and, and taking our jobs on seriously is a reflection. Of our backsliding hearts. Hear me. A true Christian worker needs no supervision. He needs no supervision. Because Joseph, go back to Genesis, let's go back there. We're looking at preparing for success. Genesis 39, please. Verse 5. Sorry. Verse 4. And Joseph found grace in his sight, and he served him, and he made him overseer over his house, and all that he had, he put it into his hand. 
And it came to pass from the time that they made him overseer in his house, over all that he had, that the Lord blessed the Egyptian's house for Joseph's sake. And the blessing, watch this, of the Lord was upon all that he had in the house and in the field, and he left all that he had in Joseph's hand, and he knew not aught he had, save the bread which he did eat. And Joseph was a goodly person and well favored. See? His results. We knew it, it came from God, but Joseph was diligent. He did not need supervision. And there was more results. The man kept on giving me more responsibility. The guy went to work on a Friday. His boss said, why are you here? Nobody comes to work on a Friday. He said, I came, no, no, no. Why did you come on a Friday? So my pastor taught me this is the way we should work. Preparing for success. Joseph was diligent. Joseph was diligent. See? Proverbs 22 verse 29 says, Seest thou a man diligent in his business, he shall stand before kings and not before mean men. And believe that wisdom came to Solomon because of Joseph. Because in verse 11 of Genesis 39, look at it, verse 11. Quickly, please. Let me read from my Bible. Verse 11. And it came to pass, watch this, about this time that Joseph went into the house to do his business and there was none of the men of the house therein within. He didn't need supervision. He was so diligent. One of the proofs of the spirit of leadership in your life is when you have no need of supervision. That's the evidence of the spirit of leadership. Because when Joseph, watch this, the Bible says he went to do his business. And you all know that the woman began to try to get him to, try to rape him. The woman wanted to rape him, are you aware of that? And Joseph ran out. He said, how can I do this great wickedness against God and my master? He called it great wickedness. And we know that he lost the job and went to prison. And what happened when he got to prison? Favor. He still had favor. Before long, he was standing before king. He was diligent in his business. Look at, look at it again. Genesis 39. Are you there? Let's look at verse 21. Let's begin from verse 20. And Joseph master took him and put him into the prison, a place where the king's prisoners were bound. And he was there in the prison. But the Lord was with Joseph and showed him mercy and gave him favor in the sight of the keeper of the prison. And the keeper of the prison committed to Joseph's hand all the prisoners that were in the prison. And whatsoever they did there, he was the doer of it. Can you see this? I said, the proof that you have the spirit of leadership, you don't need supervision. You just do what needs to be done. You take the job to the next level. You take your office to the next level. We want to do less and less, less and less.
Most of the so-called self-made millionaires in the world are hard workers. There's one that resumes at about 6, um, 6 a.m. or so in the morning and closes at 11 p.m. Look at it. And the keeper of the prison committed to Joseph and all the prisoners that were in the prison. And whatsoever they did there, he was the doer. He was the motivator. In what way are you making a difference in your office? You want God to promote you. You want God to promote you. For two weeks, you've not been to the office. Because you have Lila malaria. And that malaria will come. <laughs> you are expect <laughs> it will come. See, this is my malaria is a serious your malaria. Two weeks. I want you to think about it. Verse 23. The keeper of the prison looked not to anything that was under his hand. Did you see that? Because the Lord was with him. And that which he did, the Lord made it to prosper. The man didn't need to bother. Some of you, they need to be asking you, where is your report? Where is what I told you to do? Oh, oh God, uh, by tomorrow, sir. Uh, by tomorrow, by the grace of God. There are demons that are attacking me. No demons attacking you. You are not diligent. There are some spiritual forces. Seest thou a man diligent in his business? He shall stand before kings and not before mean men. He didn't say he shall stand before kings if the witches allow him. Don't build your life on assumptions. Build your life on truth. Diligent in his business. He went into the house to do his business and there were none of the men there within. He didn't need supervision. Nobody needed to be guiding him to be checking. You know, if, <laughs> if you need to go and spy to check before you do something, <laughs> whatever you want to do, I, I question your character. But if I didn't need to say, that Josie has entered my house, please check him out. He didn't need to. That's the evidence of the spirit of leadership. That's the evidence. Even in the prison. Before long, it was before Pharaoh. I said, every time you solve a problem, you create favor. Watch this. The, the, the man, he was in the prison, and two guys were there, the cupbearer and the, the baker. And he interpreted their dreams. The Bible tells us that they were sorrowful in the morning, but he interpreted their dreams, and the, the cupbearer was happy. And the other one told him, so you will die in three days. So you, in three days, you will be restored. <laughs> 